What's up, guys? Welcome back for another episode of the Openly Nerdy Podcast. We are on episode number 22, and today is a big one. Disney's multiverse of properties, essentially. <laughs> Disney dropped a huge bomb last Thursday of content, uh, of announcements, and all sorts of stuff that, you know, Sean and I are just really itching to dig into. Um, it was crazy. I don't know. Uh, if you guys were watching it live, but I definitely was watching it live while I was working. Um, Sean, what were, were, were you watching it live? <laughs> uh, wasn't watching, but was following Twitter live. I see. Uh, had other stuff going on for work that I had to listen to. Mm -hmm. I wasn't able to listen, but I had Twitter up and I was just, everything that popped up, I was making notes on it. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. It, there was just oh, like nonstop. I mean, that first hour and a half or hour was about stuff that they were working on in other territories like the acquisition of star star tv in southeast asia as well as i think the australian territories as well mm -hmm. so they were in those territories star tv is essentially hulu for us over here in the u.s and the western regions i guess I guess Australia is considered Western regions. That's kind of like what they want to Sky in Europe, right? They want to Sky Media. Yeah, yeah, in yeah, Europe, yeah, exactly. Kind of just getting streaming in there. Yeah, yeah. Well, Sky was owned by Fox, so yeah, that kind of makes sense that they would use Sky in Europe. Did Disney end up getting Sky in that deal? I can't remember. I don't know. Actually, I never really followed up on that. I was only concerned about the U.S. acquisition. Same here. There was it was the one thing that held up the the deal the longest was the working out the european thing in it with the with the sky media that I was see. the one glitch i don't know what the resolve on that was hmm. to look it up later yeah so mm -hmm. so ton of news i at least in as far as disney announcements and marvel lucasfilm but there was some other stuff too right there was some other stuff that happened this week Mm -hmm. uh, some of it's still Marvel related. Uh, Alfred, Mer Alfred Molina, I can talk, uh, set to reprise, reprise Doc Ock in the third Spider-Man film by Sony and Marvel. Uh, report about how to report it hasn't come out of Marvel and Sony yet. So we'll see. But there's a lot of stuff flying right now when it comes to Spider-Man 3. Yeah, um, I mean, every this week was just ridiculous when it came to Spider-Man news. There's Alfred Molina, and then there's still all that stuff about Toby Maguire and 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 Andrew Garfield. Yeah. I don't know if any of that is legit yet, considering that Sony nor Marvel, neither Sony nor Marvel actually have like officially been like, yep, that's that's happening. And well, Marvel's famous for not admitting to anything until after the fact. Like, you know, they have those those real uh deep NDAs with their actors that but, I mean, we have that's... to we have to wait for Tom Holland to have an interview and make a mistake. <laughs> yeah, but see, that's the thing. That's that's any company, right? We're not gonna. It's not official, and it's all just rumors and speculation until there's an official word. And I mean, even Apple, when they put out some new iPhone in, or announce a new iPhone, all the rumors leading up to that first announcement are rumors and speculation. Like, it's you know, that's just the way it is. Yeah. I mean, until I actually officially see it from Marvel and Sony saying, yeah, that's what's happening. But, I mean, there's a caveat to that, and we'll get into it. <laughs> yep. Uh, the first images are up for Haley Steinfeld in um, Kate Bishop's costume for the Hawkeye series. I've seen a couple different ones now. 
like mm -hmm. these set photos. It looks really cool. It looks very based on the Matt Fraction comic book run. Um, if mm -hmm. you guys have read that, which is a fantastic run. Mm -hmm. um, I do have that one also. It's a great, great series. Yep. Uh, Cobra Kai has a full season three trailer. I believe that's January 15, if I'm remembering correctly. Yes. Uh, which is the same day we get WandaVision episode yeah. one. So January is going to be differences. We'll get all of Cobra Kai at once and we'll get one episode of WandaVision at a time. Yeah. So uh, we will be binging Cobra Kai and probably watching WandaVision the same. Yeah. Well, like I know I watched the Cobra Kai seasons like in like a day and a half because um, they're nice and short. You know, they're like 30, yeah. 40 minute episodes of 10 episodes. So it takes you five hours to watch it. Mm -hmm. And I can do that the same day if it's all you know if it's all up it's easy right 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 and that trailer really confirmed a lot of what people were speculating for what season three might go into i mean they showed i'm forgetting his name the main the actor who played his antagonist in the karate kid 2 when uh daniel went to okinawa with with mr miyagi so yeah. both his antagonist and his love interest are making appearances in season three of cobra kai bringing everyone back man bring it yeah back. man who knows we may see the antagonist from karate kid three <laughs> are we going to get a uh, a virtual pat morita in here now we're going to get like a cgi pat morita no no he's like gone. in a flashback <laughs> <laughs> i mean all the flashbacks have been from the movies mm -hmm. you know that's true so. that's true yeah uh you know we can do like the what was it coachella tupac where he's virtually flashed no, in there no no let's not <laughs> <laughs> let's not and a onslaught of just disney announcements 10 new shows from marvel 10 new shows from lucas uh, well sorry there's like 13 new shows from lucas 10 of those are star wars and three of them are other realm um and lots of stuff coming down the way from disney and pixar and animation and nat geo just everything is everything is, is smashing full center basically disney was like Here's your own version of Comic Con announcements because we're not having Comic Cons this year. Wham, and it was a glorious, like three to four hours of announcements. It was ridiculous, um, man. Insanity. It was three. It was about three hours worth of stuff. Yeah, that's a first, long time. Yeah, the first hour was more like really for investors, like what we're working on in other territories how we're going to convert people over to Disney plus and get them to yep. subscribe. But then right after that, it was just announcement after announcement, after announcement, after announcement, even from the Fox stuff, like the stuff that they're going to be producing on the FX side. Yep. We have alien, an alien TV series. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, I won't go into it too much because we're going to talk about it in a minute. I'm sorry. I totally was like telling so Sean stuff. off. I was telling Sean off air, like, let's not jump the gun here. And here I am jumping the gun. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> uh, I got excited. I'm sorry. It's all good, dude. And that kind of wraps up the news since we're going to dig into the the uh, announcements a little more in a little bit. Yeah. That's kind of, kind of, there wasn't a lot of news other than all the Disney stuff, really. Mm -hmm. um, and even some of the non-Disney stuff was still Disney stuff because the Spider-Man 3 kind of stuff is still related back to Disney. Yeah, so, that's true. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even like, lot. even, even, even Alien technically isn't like Disney stuff, but that's Disney stuff. <laughs> so is Alien a Disney princess now? I'm kidding. <laughs> that would Just be funny. Just kidding. 
they did release Anastasia on Disney Plus, which was a Fox film. Mm-hmm. So now the question is Anastasia now by default a Disney princess. Yes. I I'll allow it. I'm good with that. I mean, I never yeah. seen the movie because it came out when I was 16. It came out the day before my 17th birthday. And so I wasn't really going to the theater to watch animated films at like 17 years old. Yeah. Right. We we were too cool for that stuff. That wasn't then. what I was into <laughs> in high school. We were gonna shoot 97. We were probably watching like next Friday you know, in theaters mm. or something like that. Um, Speaking of, I was watching, classic. I was watching Friday the other day. Rest in peace, Debo. Oh yeah. Rest in peace, Debo. But I was watching Friday the other day because I really don't remember it all that well anymore. Oh, it's such a good movie. And so like I threw it on and I'm like, man, this is dope. I love this. I watch I'm, it like once a year it. at least. Like yeah. I just watched it during pandemic. I watched the whole trilogy. Um, and yeah, I guess that was news too. We didn't mention uh, Tiny Lister passed away this week. Uh, played the bully in almost everything he ever did, uh, but was like the chillest, nicest dude. Um, he used to come to my office quite a bit at San Pedro when our last chief was working there because he ran security for D- for Tiny's group, like movie sets and stuff. And he'd put you That's in headlock dope. to mess around for pictures and stuff. You know, people have pictures and <laughs> put them in headlocks, just like probably messing around. Just really nice guy. So um, don't let his on-screen performances fool you. It takes a really nice guy to play a mean dude. You know, it's some of those some of those traits like the like the dumb the dumbest characters have like some of the smartest people playing them because uh, it's really hard to look to to play that dumb on camera if you're not really smart. It doesn't sound right, but I can I can promise you, it's much harder to play like a like an idiot than it is a genius on camera so yeah Yeah. r.i.p debo r.i.p and that's the end of the news there (laughs) i had to add that one in yeah no worries man because he wasn't yeah yeah yeah. he wasn't a batman movie well i mean that's honestly that's part of our our pop culture growing up you know our as as kids in high school we watched this stuff and you know we grew up this kind of shaped us even though it's not geeky, if you will, but you know, the thing is like, there's some parts of that, that like resonate with us from our youth. And so I think it's important, you know, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely yeah. worth talking about. And he was in, I think it was the dark night, right. When they're on, when they're on, when they're on the prison barges and Heath Ledger's like, get a blow one of them up. Like whoever blows the other one up first, the one that blows you up gets to live. And he grabs, he's on the barge, of the convicts and he grabs the, the clicker. And throws it out the window to kill the innocents. He's like, "Nah, we did our we did our dirt. Those are innocent people. We can't hurt them or something like that." You know the theme of mm-hmm. things. He has like the, this redemption in his prison suit. Um, and I didn't even realize that was him. Yeah, yeah. If I'm remembering correctly, I gotta watch that again. <laughs> but I'm ninety percent sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. So with that, I think I'm going to go into my final word on gatekeeping. There was something that I just wanted to get off my chest that I kind of missed out on talking about last week. Um, and, you know, gatekeeping, you know, we already have established that, you know, it's kind of, it can be toxic, you know. But I feel like at the same time, for those of us, you know, who, who grew up in nerdy culture and geeky culture and have been called nerds growing up, now are being told by the say by the people who are now getting into the 
nerd culture that we're into to be to 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 lay off and you know ease up on them for not being as nerdy or whatever you know what i mean uh so i kind of feel like the people who are telling us to be careful with gatekeeping are also the same people who used to call us nerds mm -hmm. you know I, I might be going out on a limb here by saying this but you know i just I had to, th I was thinking about this for a while and I had to say something because it's just been something that's bothering me for a while because, you know, you and me, we've been into this stuff for quite some time, right? We love this stuff. This is the yeah. stuff that we, we thrive on. And like, for me, for instance, I love drawing connections and stuff and pointing at how this thing is connected to this thing. Uh, and then to be told by someone else that, Hey, calm down. It's just like, what? What do you mean? Why are you telling me to calm down? I'm just excited about this stuff as you are. I may be like talking about it more about it than you are, but you know what I mean? I, I don't know. Am I making yeah. any sense? Am I kind of talking? No, I, get, I, get, I get what you mean. <laughs> I get what you mean. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I don't want to alienate anyone, obviously, but like, I feel like the newer, the newer geeks out there, who are just getting into Marvel now because of all of the movies and Endgame and, and Infinity War were the same people telling us to be like, calm down, nerds, or like, you guys are such nerds. <laughs> you yeah. know? You know yeah. what I mean? You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. I think there's a lot, I, th I think for me, there's just a lot of unresolved issues there, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That sounds like it. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey, I'm you're just agreeing. I'm just, I'm just affirming your, I'm just affirming your, your, your feeling, dude. Nah, man, you're supposed to be like, nah, nah. You're, no, I don't think so. I, I think you got it right. <laughs> oh man. Uh, okay. All right. All right. I'm gonna stop now. <laughs> so Sean, yes, sir. a lot of, a lot of crap from. Uh, not crap, oh. obviously. Not crap. No, it's gonna be fantastic content. A lot of stuff. It's gonna be. It's it's to the point where I'm like, do I need another streaming service besides Disney Plus? You know, like, really, there's gonna be so much stuff, because everything's released the next like, the latest day is 2023, and that was like one or two titles. Like most of it's between now and 2022. Yeah. Um, and it's not including, and it's not including movies too. Yeah, for the most part. Like the, they did have releases for, for the movies too, as well yeah. as the TV series. But yeah, between like Marvel and Lucasfilm and all the Disney uh, animation stuff and Pixar. Yeah. Like, oh man. I was... mean, if you're talking 20 and this isn't, especially with the Marvel stuff, they didn't go back over the movie releases that are coming out. Right. It was mm -hmm. all Disney plus stuff. I well, mean, they, did, take... they had movies too. They yeah. had movies. Yeah, but the, the new announcements were all like the, there was one announcement for a new movie and the rest were like the updates on the on the TV shows. Um, if you have 10 of each in three years, you're putting out two or three series a year mm -hmm. from each property. So that's six series a year. Um, basically, as soon as something ends, you're putting something new out. Oh, yeah. And we're starting to see that trend starting this year when when Mandalorian when when Mandalorian ends there's I mean you've got soul on Christmas the next week is soul right on the 25th 
mm-hmm. and then two weeks after WandaVision. we get WandaVision. And then and it then looks like March, eight episodes and right into Winter uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh-huh. And uh, then after that's done, Loki in May. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, which, which And Black which, Widow. Which I wasn't as excited for. Honestly, I love Loki as a character. I wasn't like, I can't wait for his TV show. That wasn't where I was at. But after seeing the trailer, I'm like, I want to see this. Like I, this became more of an, more of I want to see this now thing. Cause it looks fantastic. Um, I mean, did you, did you see that flash of black widow in the trailer? I think Na- so. Na- Natasha was in that trailer in, in Loki's trailer. For, for his TV series. And I also like the nod to vote for Loki at the end. Did you see yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that trailer made it much more of a, ooh, I need to see this. For mm-hmm. me, for me, because I love Loki as a character, but the whole like, he's dead, oh, he's not dead. He's dead, oh, he's not. It was getting a little old to me. Right? Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like, I think for me, at least, like, I think end game already like at that moment when i was like i was already think the the wheels were already turning in my head like oh what are they going to do with loki because clearly this loki is alive of mm-hmm. course the main the loki from that universe 199999 is dead right but i mean now he's not that dead I well, mean, we don't know. Like, though, what's the timeline? Is this post Endgame or is this before the end of Endgame? This is end. This is post Endgame. Okay, the Loki because, show is. Yeah, because they they catch you up right at that moment during Endgame when they went back to 2012 to get the Tesseract, mm-hmm. and so that version of Loki gets away with that version of the Tesseract or for, with that timeline Tesseract. True. So that's the Loki that we're dealing with, the one from that timeline from in 20, Avengers from 2012. 2012. Okay. Yeah, that gets away. But the thing that I think is really interesting about this is that we get to see his redemption arc again mm-hmm. from a different lens and a, from a different perspective and a, from, a, from a completely different set of circumstances. Yeah. You know, yeah. did you, you read Infinity Wars, right? Infinity War Wars plural, the one that came out back in 2016, I want to say, or 2017. Uh, sure, I did. I like I said, I I had a time when I was reading a hundred hundred dollars of books a week, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm sure that was part of it. Um, yeah, yeah. This this series was written by Gary Duggan, I believe, and then it, the artwork was done by Mike Diodato, and it focused on Loki. And I feel like there are certain moments in this Loki TV series that is sort of pulling inspiration from from this Infinity Wars storyline. Okay. It won't be exactly, obviously, but you know, there's just I feel like there's some inspiration being pulled from it. Right, right, right. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of these announcements had inspirations from like really prominent runs from the last few years. Like they're taking a lot of fan favorites and kind of like digging into them, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, 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 it's a fantastic week. And I was like, I can't wait to see what the stock does tomorrow. And it was up big as it, as I, as it should be. Um, you mean it yeah, wasn't they, down? No. <laughs> no, they only do that to Apple. Right when Apple announces like a giant <laughs> sale. And it was like, 
or oh, a new we, announcement, a new like product? Well, the best is like when they say, oh, Apple's going to do 19.5 billion in sales, right? And then Apple does 19.4 billion in sales. They'd knock the crap out of the stock from missing by 0.1. And it's like, guys, do you guys it still made 19.4 billion? Like, and that's just an example. It's not an accurate. Yeah, number. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I know. Just, I get you. Yeah. Just an example of like, oh, it didn't hit it by 0.1. So we're going to trash the stock for the day because it's, it, it failed. And it's like, you realize how much money they have? Like, that's just insane. You know what I think that is, to be honest? And I know we're going on a tangent here, but I, I honestly think that at that moment, you know, Apple does really well when they announce how much they made. And so like the stock peaks at that point, and then you've got a bunch of people selling their stock. Well, they're taking profit, profit takers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So then that people, so all those people selling their stock, dumping their stock, that's what's causing the stock price to go down. I feel like. Yeah, no, it is. I mean, that's how it works. If you buy it, it goes up and sell it, it goes down. I have, I just bought it a couple of new stocks. And I bought them. My dad bought the same ones literally about a minute and a half before. But I got a lower price point. So I actually have more of a profit than he does. Mm-hmm. Percentage wise, not money wise. Yeah, but yeah, I have yeah. more of a profit because I bought it at a like six cents lower a share. Mm-hmm. So it just worked out in my favor to wait. You know, I just it wasn't as quick on the hit button. I put a lower price in and I got it. And we saw it going down that day. So I was able to hit, hit, a, hit a price on it. Mm-hmm. So. Dude, what got you the most hype on a, um, on a, I don't know. Like I, the, the thing I think the whole I have thing. quite a, no. I mean, the whole thing was really <laughs> like all hype to be honest, Yeah. but there was, there's a few things like the Acolyte. I wasn't originally that excited about this high Republic TV series that they're working on. Well, first of all, Filoni and Favreau aren't working on it. So I was kind of like, uh, I don't know. High Republic stuff, I, I don't know about that yet. There's not even a book on the High Republic yet. And like, they're already telling me that I should be excited about this. But then I got to thinking, I got to thinking about it a bit. And I, I, I was reading what some people were saying too. And that, especially since the High Republic is set during the 200, uh, 200 years before the Battle of Yavin. Okay. Right. And the title of the show is The Acolyte. Mm-hmm. You know, an acolyte is another word for apprentice, if you will. And so it's not too far off that this TV series will be following the rise of Darth Plagueis. And Sean, remember when we were talking about Plagueis a couple, a few weeks ago when I mentioned I was reading the book, you were like, ooh. That'd be interesting. I'd love to see like a Plagueis TV series. This might be it, man. Yeah. This might uh, be it. They were kind of tight-lipped with what exactly the shows were going to contain. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, other than obviously like you're getting an Ahsoka spinoff. Okay. We know what that's going to contain. We already right? knew that that was that. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, they were, and like Obi-Wan, it, we obviously know what Obi-Wan is going to be. Yeah. Um, but with the stuff that they hadn't flushed out really, you know, um, they were more tight-lipped. They didn't really say what angles mm-hmm. they were going to, sure. which allows, I think, the creators to kind of figure it out still, since nothing's like it's not coming out probably in the next six months. They're all starting production. They're all starting mm-hmm. to get their scripts together yeah. and casting, um, you know, and getting directors and all that kind of stuff. So, Oh, yeah, sure. 
I mean, I would love, I, I honestly would love for them to explore this area because in the Darth Plagueis novel, for instance, and I, 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 here's the thing also, here's another thing. I just hope that this doesn't cut into that novel in any way or count, uh, contradict the no that novel anyway. And I, I really hope the result of this TV series at the end of this TV series, they're like, okay, yeah, the Darth Plagueis novel is recanonized as, as canon and no longer legends, again, legends anymore. That's my hope, obviously. But I feel like that there's a possibility that this could work. Um, because of the fact that, you know, this takes place 200 years before the Battle of Yavin. And whereas mm -hmm. Darth Plagueis novel takes place about 65 years before the Battle of Yavin, at least starts at that point and then works its way into episode one, essentially. Okay. Um, so it, uh, the idea here is that, you know, if, if that is the case, then we would be dealing with a young Darth Plagueis, a younger Darth Plagueis. Mm while he's still a apprentice to Darth Tenebris, his master. And the thing is, they were essentially the last, at this point in time, the last in the Darth Bane line. And if Darth Bane sounds familiar, it should sound familiar because Darth Bane was first, uh, well, at least for most people who don't read the novels or, or whatever, uh, Darth Bane was referenced in um, Clone Wars, the mm -hmm. TV series, yeah. Mm -hmm. and darth bane started about uh was came about during a thousand years before the battle of yavin and that's where this whole rule of two came up and everything so they can there, there's a lot that they can talk about here right they can talk about the darth bane line they can talk about the rule of two they can talk about sith magic it's crazy a lot of stuff so the alkalite went stuff. from like eh, to like okay i'm excited for this one now for you Okay, mm -hmm. that's funny. Yeah, for before it was kind of like eh, I'm not sure because I don't, I don't like I'm not too keen on the High Republic right now because I don't know anything about it. But then that's I got one coming but, out yeah. in January, right? Yeah, the that's first novel out in January. Yeah, the first novel comes out in January as well as the first comic book, uh, <sighs> set in the High Republic, as well. I have something ordered for that first, uh. For that release day in January, I forget what it is. I have one of the, one of the novels mm -hmm. pre-ordered. Yeah, I was thinking about picking up the novel as well, just to you know see what it's about. Yeah, I have it's. I forget when it arrives, but it's coming. Um, coming mm -hmm. next year. Right, right, right. Um, what else are you? What about you, Sean? What you excited for? You know, man, there's so much stuff. There's so know. much, so much stuff. Like it's hard to pick, right? It's hard to like, pick. I was super happy to see they have a Bad Batch trailer, uh -huh. because from the minute they showed Bad Batch, and then from the minute we didn't get any more with those four episodes, the I was disappointed they didn't make a comeback. Like in the last episode, they could have been on the field in that battle scene with with Ahsoka and everybody, and they didn't. And I'm like, I know they're gonna do a show. They have to do one. And yeah. then they announced the show a while ago. Um, so I'm hoping that gets released next year because it's easy to do. It's easier to do animation right now than it is these live shows, you know, so those yep. should be easier and quicker to put out, um, which is fantastic. Um, the Rogue Squadron movie sounds really fun uh, with Patty Jenkins, who did Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman 2. Mm -hmm. uh, fantastic director. Um, 
And then, of course, the first thing I saw was, and I don't know how good the reporting was, said that uh, Ahsoka and Cara Dune are both getting spinoffs. And they have Cara Dune attached to the Rangers of the New Republic. So, uh, yeah, that's a good point that you brought up there. Because I've I, from the Investor Day, uh, <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy made no mention about uh, Gina Carano being the lead in Rangers of the New Republic. So, or it, or Rangers of the New Republic being a Cara Dune spinoff yeah. show at all. Yeah, so and, that's what I saw. That's what, that's what I was reading. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if it was inferred or, or they, they picked up something that we missed or something. Uh, I don't know. But, you know, with, with the development of her now being a marshal in Mandalorian, um, I, I can see it making sense. Um, her and maybe maybe we get more Cobb Vance in that one. You maybe. know, I mean, or, Rangers Rangers suggest multiple people, so it's, right? Yeah, right. It could be like a whole team or a whole battalion. But it makes sense that one of those two or both of them would be looped in somehow to have a face to the show. That since it's a Mandalorian, since it's kind of in that same time from his Mandalorian, uh-huh. uh, which we do know is correct, I believe. No, that um, is true. That is that it makes sense that people from that show will be in that that somehow they'll be tied in that way through, through that show. Maybe because here's the thing, um, Kathleen Kennedy pretty much made it clear that Rangers of the New Republic, Ahsoka, and Mandalorian season three. I don't know if it's or Mandalorian will be essentially eventually cross over into a huge event um, at the end of each of them. So you're you're going to have an Avengers-esque team up at the awesome. end. So freaking good. So that's why I don't know if I don't know if it'll be Cara Dune or Cara Dune in Rangers of the New Republic if she's already in The Mandalorian. Yeah. She's already maybe, a series regular there. Maybe we'll get um was it Cobb Vance? Was that his last name Vance in the first mm-hmm. in the first episode? Amando. Uh-huh. Maybe. maybe he'll be in there. I honestly, I honestly want to say the Republic pilot, uh, the Asian Republic pilot from Kim's Convenience, who will keeps likely, popping up. Yeah, he keeps popping yeah. up. I feel like he would be part of the these Rangers of the New Republic. Yeah, I can see that, and that would be really good because he's popped up in a couple episodes this season, at least two mm-hmm. that I can mm-hmm. think of off the top of my head. Yep, episode um, two and episode four. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe he'll show up again in the final. Um, you know, um, I, I feel like all roads that's, I'm, I'm pretty excited for that, that they're kind of Avengersing it, Avengersing, so Avengersing, Avengersing or Arrowversing or something. It's, it's, it's the Mandoverse. I, I honestly think the Avengers <laughs> did it first. Let's just say yeah. the Avengers oh, did yeah, it yeah. first <laughs> on, on screen, at least for sure. You know, so I, I, I'm excited for that prospect that Filoni and Favreau are doing this to make this huge event for this show. And yeah. I feel like all roads lead to Thrawn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's the big question for the finale next week. Is that going to, are they going to tease that? And how much of that are they going to tease and how will they tease it? Yeah. Um, Cause after the name drop in the Ahsoka episode, which I can't remember the at number because I'm terrible at that. That was episode uh, five, I believe. Okay, so in episode five, which is called Jedi, we can, mm-hmm. uh, 
you know, that name drop at the end. I mean, nothing, nothing. We know this for a fact that nothing that Favreau or his team writes is accidental in any way. Yeah. Yep. So when they dropped the name Thrawn, it was an absolute, absolute that Thrawn is going to be in the show. (laughs) Right. Like, or at least in the Ahsoka show. Or at least in the Ahsoka show. Maybe. That's true. He could wait till the Ahsoka yeah. show. They, they yeah. could. Um, but it was it was the gauntlet and like this is happening. Boom, we're going with a Thrawn storyline. And it's like, ooh. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know who Thrawn is, just go watch Clone Wars. You know. Uh, you mean Rebels? Rebels, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. A little tired here tonight. Um and, and there's there's quite a bit of novels as well if you really want to get into it yeah uh there's tons of novels there's his uh thrawn chaos rising novel is a very good novel it's his origin uh rising in the ranks within the chiss ascendancy so if you're looking for how thrawn became who he is that's a good place to start i mean there's a whole trilogy of them aren't there yeah there's well, a there's a trilogy here. Well, the original Thrawn trilogy was written in started in 1991 with Heir to the Empire, written yep. by Timothy Zahn. And Heir to the Empire and Dark Force Rising, and then I forget what the last one is called. The Last Command. The Last Command. Those ones are no longer canon. Those are considered mm-hmm. legends mm-hmm. now. And yeah, that was legends. a conflict with you know the remnants of the Empire being united by Thrawn. And then Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, Leia, Organa, all fighting Thrawn and mm. fighting the remnants of the Empire. And they were they were having twins at this point, uh, Leia and Han Solo. So oh, okay. it's no long it's definitely no longer canon, that's for sure. Right, right. But there is a new Thrawn trilogy currently. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That yeah. is within canon that Timothy Zahn has written. Okay. Mm-hmm. yeah there's i mean there's just so so much i mean everything really and only thing and it's just me and this is not shade on anybody or what people like the mm-hmm. only thing that wasn't like oh my god to me was star wars visions because i'm not really into anime um and it's a bunch of japanese anime uh artists and producers telling star wars stories in anime form mm-hmm. um now i will watch it um but i'm not like chomping at the bit for it if that makes sense because mm-hmm. just it's something that i i haven't that's the one that's one part of the culture of nerd culture that i haven't delved into or really enjoyed the stuff that i've seen so i just don't i don't sway that way when it comes to stuff in that in that form you've never you've never tried to get into dragon ball z come on man no <laughs> i think the only anime like the only legit anime i've ever watched religiously was the original pokemon series um and to me that's like a quasi anime because it aired on like channel 11 or something well that is anime it was it was localized for american television yeah so so it was more like to me it was more of just like like an original american animation style wasn't like anime anime style that i see necessarily i could be wrong it Um, is anime though but that's the only one definitely anime that's the only one that i've really ever like religiously watched I see. Well, I highly recommend, like, if you're trying to go through the greatest hits of anime, Dragon Ball Z is definitely a go-to. Yeah, um, oh, I've heard. <laughs> for, as far as action is concerned, it's definitely an action-heavy anime. Right. Um, 
with, you know, when they localized Dragon Ball Z for the United States, they did make it more of sort of in line with, say, Superman. They try, they kind of changed Goku's story in a sense to kind of fit more with what Western audiences are used to, at least when they originally localized it. I don't know what the current, the new localization is like, but that's how it was. Okay. Um, it made it, it made it palatable for Western audiences, and it is a great show. Okay, uh, and you know, try it. I guess you can have um, it running in the background, and uh, you know, that was you- one of the one of the spoof accounts I follow today had original Goku cast for Spider Man three. And I was like, okay, that's funny. That's funny. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they're just saying everybody, like they're making up stuff with like anybody who's ever been a character, right? And it's coming back into Spider-Man 3 now. Um, (laughs) I'm just like, all right, guys, really? Come on now. Um, There's another anime that I want to recommend for you, and that's Cowboy Bebop. Since they're working on a live action Cowboy Bebop for Netflix, I highly recommend that one for one the sci-fi but it's also very procedural in some instances because every episode is different there's a new problem to figure out each episode and the music sean the music like you will love the music this is one of those anime where it's like you're you're not just coming in for the the story and the characters but you're coming in for the music okay yeah i have some friends that did a um a group cowboy bebop cosplay like last, it was last year. Mm-hmm. Like when the last cons I went to before this whole 2020 thing took over. Um, and I didn't know the characters, you know, but I mean, I know I would recognize them on the screen now because of my friends that have portrayed the characters and at, at cons. Right. Um, so uh, what, what got, so we talked about Star Wars a lot here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as usual on our show lately. Yeah, uh, lately we've been the Mandalorian podcast, to be honest. Which I mean, it's kind of like the thing that's. I mean, next and next week's going to be another Mandalorian podcast. We're getting the series finale, so mm-hmm. uh, and, and, then series, in, and then in sorry, January, season, season, not series, season. Yeah, and then in January it'll be it'll, it'll be WandaVision. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The only disappointing thing to me was that we're having to wait an entire year now for season three of Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. It's December of next year when it started in october of this year like guys why aren't we on the october schedule but yeah to me that to me that signifies they have so much new stuff coming out next year that it's going to be like this the year the year closer slash next year opener yeah here's the here's the thing though this is and this is gonna make waiting for season three of the mandalorian that much harder but my friend and i were talking about it and he was just like just wait this the season finale of Mandalorian season two, just wait for it, but it's going to be Empire Strikes Back-esque. So it's going to be like, no! Uh, And you're going to have to wait a whole year. And you're going to have to wait a whole year. It's like going to end on like a really low note and you're just going to be like, oh my gosh. I'm flipping tables when that happens, man. I'm flipping tables and and throwing chairs if that happens. Something's going to happen. I, I I have a feeling something's going to happen and it's going to yeah. be really sad. And it's going to make us like heart. Re- it's going to make, makes our, make our hearts wrench waiting for season three. To it's start. like watching one of those TV shows where it goes black and you're a gunshot and you have to uh, wait a year to find out. And you're like, that's how they end it for the season. Like, come on. And we all know that's happened on some TV show we watch, right? If it's like a law and order or, or a police drama, 
where it, it just blacks out and you just hear bang and you're like or su- or supernatural <laughs> what just happened what just happened there? who got shot who pulled the trigger oh which because there were four guns out which one, which one happened <laughs> and you have to wait like a year to find out it's just uh, it's, it's it's pure torture ah uh, yeah um, it's gonna be torture for sure but i mean i've watched every episode at least twice i've watched some as many as four times already for this season um i picture after i watch next friday's twice probably i will watch the entire series uh, again season season in, in a row and then i'll go back and start the entire series again and yeah, watch yep. that continuously yeah yep. um, so there will be no shortage of rewatches um of mando because there's so much to pick and pull apart and on those i might even start really picking it and taking notes and picking and pulling apart stuff and seeing what i can what i can do anyways moving on from star wars because we've taken (laughs) star wars again uh what was like your top couple from marvel what 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 was your what was your like holy crap moment with marvel if there was one um i want to say loki was like up there we talked about loki already yeah that trailer was great but i think the prospect of you know i mentioned this before the prospect of loki going through his redemption arc again but from a different perspective and having to build because clearly he's gonna build relationships with the main universe cast he's gonna he's gonna bump into the main universe cast Mm -hmm. i mean we saw black widow in the trailer with her back turned, you know? And so I feel like this is gonna be his way of kind of figuring, he's piecing together what the hell happened, first of all, why things are the way they are and why him? Yeah. Why he's important, why did he get saved? Why is, so I think that's something that I'm really excited for. And aside from the trailer being amazing looking, Yeah. Uh, that those are some of the things. And then like little things that I picked out from that trailer, like Roxxon, Roxxon Corporation mm-hmm. looks like it's going to be front and center mm-hmm. here. And that is really cool because we haven't really seen anything from Roxxon or ref- had any references of Roxxon since the first Iron Man movie that I can remember. Um, no, I hang can- on. It, it, we did. There was a, um, a TV show. Crap. Went like two seasons. One was on Freeform. Um, oh, you're, are you talking about uh, Runaways and yes, yeah. and uh, Cloak and Dagger? Runaways, Runaway, or or both of them. Um, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. had Roxxon in in it, um, mm-hmm. so they were working it into the. And both of those series were really fun. Um, yeah, I, it was hard for me to get into to Runaways, so that's why I kind of tuned it out. I, I think I have one season left to watch it. I think I didn't catch the third season. Yeah. Um, I did see that they, in I think the most recent season, they added Morgan Le Fay as one of the antagonists, mm-hmm. which is very cool because Morgan Le Fay sort of brings in that um, aspect of Otherworld and sort of the Arthurian legend stuff from the Marvel Universe in. So that's kind of, I, I did appreciate that, although I didn't watch it. Mm-hmm. you know um but yeah it's Look, clear that marvel is like building up their overall yeah universe a lot yeah. more. You know? and yeah it was cloak and dagger that had rocks on it i just had to google it okay um, right. so i knew it was i think it was 
the girl's dad that was killed or something, one of the parents that was killed worked for Roxanne or something in the storyline. Mm-hmm. I think that was, and they were going up against Roxanne and the whole thing. It's, it's been a while since I watched the TV show. I see. Um, well, for, I mean, if, for, if you've never, yeah. For mainstream stuff, it's, a lot of people miss those TV shows because like free, what the hell's Freeform? Yeah, um, it was exactly. it was it was Disney Family, and they changed the name to Freeform. And mm-hmm. It's just I don't I still don't understand the name. No, it was ABC Family before ABC Family. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, whatever. so yeah, Roxon. At least for me, the last time I saw Roxon was Iron Man One That's that fair. I can remember. Yeah, but also, I mean, like if. Scarlett Johansson, or if Natasha Romanov is in that trailer, does that mean that Scarlett Johansson is coming back as Black Widow? Does that mean that we're going to get an after credit scene in, in Black Widow where she's just like, it's like, <gasps> and she's just like, and it's her like taking her first breath again or something because she's alive well, again? That would, to <laughs> me, imply that maybe this Loki thing is pre-Infinity War. I don't think so, man. Or parts of it maybe. So because she's like, definitely he, dead. Well, we know she's dead, but I don't know if you rem- if you saw that image or what was happening, but a lot of stuff was happening. Her back was turned and then there was like all these floating rocks and stuff. Um I it's definitely after she died for sure, I think. Mm. I, and this Loki never met her. So him having a flashback of her in any way doesn't make any sense yeah at least in my eyes at least yeah well to see there's so many so many storylines that they can pull from for this thing Mm -hmm. and with loki being the slippery slimy greaseball that he is um i'm sure they'll have fun with that um yeah it's it's loki's gonna be fun um I think, I think it's going to be more intriguing, if anything. Yeah. I think my top is still going to be Falcon. I'm going to still just have been waiting so long for it. Oh, uh, yeah. And, That's another one that I'm excited and for, And it's too. just like, man, this is going to kick butt, like some serious kick butt. Yeah. Um, Feige, uh, Kevin Feige straight up was like, this is a feature-length film broken up into six parts. He straight up was like, this is a six-part movie, basically. <laughs> Or six, I mean, yeah, 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 a movie broken up into six parts. I mean, you can argue that for most of these shows, I think. I think that that's the real goal of how Disney Plus is going to work with TV shows. Yeah, but no, he specifically said this show, hmm. Falcon and Winter Soldier, is six one hour parts it's a of a whole movie. movie. So it's like yeah. a mini series, like a, like, a, like a Lonesome Dove mini series back in the day, which yeah. was six one hour shows. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I'm super hyped for it. I can't wait. I'm disappointed it's only six. Um, but but I think it's gonna be a great six one hour episodes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they do fantastic short. And and you know what? In a way, that short season, like when you have six episodes in a season, um, it lets you tell more precise storytelling. If you're telling one overlapping story than like a 26 episode season or a 13 episode season. You know what I mean? Like it gives you this real specific uh, concise story form to use. Uh, which I think is what Mandalorian got really good at, right? It's telling this really short overarching story in just a couple episodes. Um, 
and they did it in the last season of Clone Wars. There were four, there were three arcs of four episodes each, mm-hmm. um, and really well done. Yeah. You know, each one was just like, wow, it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's the strength of having episodes, a, sh- a small number of episodes in a season. Um, as disappointing as it is to us fans, that only get six <laughs> or eight, yeah. right? We want we want the whole year. We want like we take thirty if the game do us. Well, I mean, yeah, our, we're used to watching. 22 episode seasons yeah if we're talking cw stuff for instance supernatural their seasons are typically 20 to 23 episodes yep per season uh season 14 was 20 episodes and i just finished watching season 14 and it was really good and I'm, nice. i can't wait to dive into season 15 but i digress yeah i i, I totally hear you sean on that yeah. like they can tell more focused storytelling yeah. for sure yeah um you know again like everything they announced is just like oh my god this is gonna be fantastic mm-hmm. uh, a fantastic four film coming finally super excited finally uh, directed by the, john watts who's done the last two spider-man films and is really fantastic at, at this film at, at the superhero film medium um someone's man i hope i hope it's better than the last one. like okay first of all by marvel doing it it's better than the last three already Mm-hmm. <laughs> those last year are pretty bad films well it's currently um, in development at the moment it's yeah it hasn't like kevin feige straight up was just like he just made the announcement he's like and just to let you all know we are working on a fantastic four film directed by john watts uh coming at a later date we don't have any details for you and that's all he's that's basically all he said yeah. i think he said details more info coming soon or something yeah. too but like John Watts is currently in the middle of filming Spider-Man three, whatever they're going to call it. I think he's doing Spider-Man three, isn't he? I can't remember. You're going to have to, you might have to look that one up. I don't remember. I know that I, for some reason, Sam Raimi kept popping up in my head, but Sam Raimi is working on no, that was Dr. Strange and yeah. the multiverse of madness. So, but I don't know why Sam, Sam Raimi kept popping up in my head. <laughs> December 20, 20, uh, 17 of next year and it is being directed by john watts yeah so he's in full-blown i'm gonna focus on spider-man and i'll get to this film like when this one is wrapped yeah well we they haven't even started filming yet for spider-man 3 have they i believe they have oh they have started okay. yeah because it was reported that tom holland was on set the day after he wrapped with nathan drake with the uncharted film Mm-hmm. And then we got reports that Zendaya was down there in, in Georgia with him. Mm. Um, so they've been filming for like, I want to say maybe a month now, mm-hmm. uh, which is maybe like, I don't know, less than a third of the time you would need to film a film. Right. Depending on how many times you have to reshoot stuff. And, you yeah. Know. Um, so Multiverse of Madness is 2022 in March, I believe. Okay. Yeah. And we've got WandaVision in January. And then we've got, let's see, what else do we have? We've got Falcon Doctor Winter Strange. Soldier. Well, well, well I'm Mark. just saying, I'm just talking about just the multiverse of madness stuff because. Oh, oh, oh. This is another thing that I got super excited for because Feige was straight up like WandaVision, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, and Spider Man 3 are all dealing with this concept of the multiverse. Yeah. He straight up he straight up admitted yeah. to that. And I'm just like, okay, so maybe all this news about Spider-Man 3 has some weight now. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was a funny meme going around. Um, 
uh, about the Spider-Man three, and it was like Tony up in heaven, being like, "All right, kid, you can be your own, you be your own hero now." And then Spider-Man with Doctor Strange as his new mentor, and then back to Tony, like, "Damn it, kid!" <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, you don't need the mentor. Just go be do your do your thing, kid. Well, no, I mean, like, I I mean, aside from that, I mean, the point, the thing that I guess I'm like really like focusing in on is this this concept of the multiverse that you know that you know that it seems like it's starting with WandaVision that she's like unhinging thing. well mm-hmm. it didn't start with Wanda Wanda it starts with when they messed with crap during Endgame that's right. when it really started and Bruce and and the ancient one are talking about yeah time the streams and she's the pulling threads, the, the thing after somehow it yep. diverts yeah different threads yeah. of time and yeah. when you change something, it creates another thread. Yep, 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 yep. And so you've got that whole thing with Loki is one thing, you know. Yeah. So yep. what else? And then Cap meeting Cap. That was another thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's a few man. other ones I can't remember. But yeah, there were like multiple plot thread or time stream divergent threads, I guess you could call them, that yeah. happened in Endgame oh yeah 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 it's all uh, it, as much as that was an end it was like all right here's how he might set it up for the next thing you know and like boom like all these little sidelines that can be run down yep um in the future because marvel's knows never to close anything off 100 percent, right that's the feature that's the nature of well it's not that they don't they i mean they know how to close off certain they have they close off storylines 100 percent, but they create new plot threads that you can tug on yeah you know? yeah yeah so yeah. I'm super excited for Ironheart too, um, to see Riri, Riri Williams yep. on screen. My copy of Invincible Iron Man number seven and number nine went up in value after that yeah. announcement. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, because number seven is her cameo appearance and then number nine was her for, first full appearance. So it's like, cha-ching, money. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and there's so much stuff, uh, you know, everything, that, again, everything that Marvel announces is like, that's you sal- got, you got your nerd land salivating at the jump of the bit for like, release it all, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's only one, I think one thing that I'm kind of not as excited for is kind of secret invasion, because I'm kind of curious how they're going to do secret invasion because of the fact that, well, the comic wasn't all that great to be honest it was written as a way to undo the problems of civil war the comic yeah yeah Um, my understanding is that we're gonna it's nick fury is gonna be in it kind of piggybacking it so we're gonna get more samuel jackson which means it's always gonna be good um can we get him to say mother effer one time probably not damn it i just want to hear him say it he almost (laughs) did he almost did at the end of uh Infinity War. Infinity War is like mother, and and he hits the, he just disintegrates. I'm like, that's funny. That's amazing because they know, they know we've waited ten years to hear him say it. You know, they know we want him to say it. Yeah. Um, but they won't because it's Disney, so that's fine. Um, uh, but it's gonna be him and I heard the uh Talos from Captain Marvel's involved in uh-huh. it. So I'm like, well, I mean, that actor and that character is fantastic. I I love that character from, from Captain Marvel. So what do you love about him? If you don't mind me asking, 
he was just a fun character. I don't know what it was about him. I just really enjoyed his performance. I thought he was kind of the highlight of the film at times. Um, you know. Because uh, I just felt like he was just there, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> um, like you come to find out that he's more important, that he's not, he's leading a resistance against the Kree who destroyed, you know, their whole society of scrolls. And that's why they're refugees. I mean, that's that's true. But overall, it was just kind of like, eh, he's just kind of there. I mean, but his his you know where she's he's in the beginning, she's like battling him, and at the end, she's helping him. Is that whole arc of like we're misinformed as to who he he is. He re- he and his people really are, uh-huh. and and their struggles. Okay. Um, and I think a lot of times we overlook what people, uh. We might not understand the whole other side of somebody okay. why they're doing something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, and that arc after Marvel learns, like, look, he's not the enemy. He is actually someone we need to help because he's trying. Mm-hmm. He's trying to get back to his family, and save his family from these other, from my people who are really mm-hmm. the actual perpetrators. Like my people, who I always heard were the upstanding people. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like realizing that your organization is the bad guy. In this situation. Right. And the rest are not the other side that they've that like they've programmed you to believe. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I get that. I totally so, get that. But I just that, feel like Talos was kind of he wasn't as strong of a character that he could have been. Yeah, I, I would agree, uh, but I still enjoyed him. Um, like I thought he, I thought he was better in Spider Man Two, <laughs> Far From Home. <laughs> yeah, in that little ending scene, that little cut scene. Yeah. <laughs> Driving in the car. <laughs> um, yeah, but I don't know. Like, it's kind of it's kind of interesting how they would do, you know, because the original story was the the scroll essentially inner getting into different governments or even within the earth and like working their way into the hero community and then even also throughout the cosmos. So. Uh, Maybe they'll use this as a way to write Tony Stark back in. Who knows? It's like, oh, the Tony Stark who died uh, in Endgame was a scroll. <laughs> but that's not possible because then he would have morphed back into a scroll when he died. So maybe. <laughs> so it, yeah. it couldn't. It can't be that. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. But I'm just I saying, mean, like, this is a. It'll probably be a way for them to write uh, somebody back in write somebody back in exactly yeah yeah i can see that um i'm kind of excited to see what they do with tim roth this time and she hulk um mm-hmm. as I hope, the abomination i hope abomination looks better i wasn't a big fan of his look in in the hulk film um but tim roth is fantastic great actor mm-hmm. um so you added a real like a plus actor actor to that to that cast sure um uh, moon Knight i'm hyped for because he's just, he's like a, he's like a fun character just delusional and crazy mm-hmm. literally crazy um character so those are always ha- fun to have you been following what's been going on in avengers in the comic he was the last uh main antagonist oh no that's awesome i have his first ever solo book um, I have a copy of that. Hmm. I wanted to get his first ever appearance, and that was way too expensive. 
Uh, yeah, uh, good luck with that one. Yeah, I, and I got it because the so long story short, I was dating a girl. She's obsessed with Moon Knight, so I bought it for her as a present for her birthday. We broke up before her birthday. I was like, I'm not giving this shit to her now. Um, so I kept it. I kept it for myself. Um, <laughs> if she hears this, sorry. Um, no, 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 no. Sorry. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> but, yeah. So I have it. I have. The, I have his first solo book still. Um, and it wasn't cheap. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, three figures expensive, but it wasn't cheap for a one uh-huh. issue. Um, so. I broke my rule of spending a lot of money on one issue. It was for a gift that ended up not giving because whatever happened, happened. And uh, so I have it for myself now. Yeah. Um, and he's, he's an interesting character, you know? So uh, I mean, interesting. Everything happening right now is going to be really interesting mm. across the board with Disney. And, and do you know which villain ties all of these different characters together? Who's actually inner acted with every single one of these characters before in some way over the course of marvel's entire i'm sure it's like dr doom yes dr doom <laughs> so i dr doom is gonna be the main antagonist for this 10-year arc whatever did you, i feel did like you see uh boss logic's um fan art for the no, fantasy four film no Go look it up. It's sweet. It's the okay. island. It's like an island, and it's like got the the building on it is all metal, and it's it's in the doom face. Mm, I'm like, yo, that's dope. And he, you know, he's so tied in now to Marvel for doing like posters and stuff with them because he did a lot of fan art, and now they actually use him for a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that if he drops something, I'm like, well, this could be the way it's going because he has some ends now, I think. Um, with people because he's done some art for them a couple mm-hmm. times yeah on video games and other things too um but i mean amazing artist i love his stuff yeah um well it looks like next year for sure the marvel slate for tv and movies oh, is pretty much this they're following the same strategy that they follow with the marvel publication marvel comics publication strategy which is flood the market flood the market i'm watching it all you're we're all watching it all for sure (laughs) but you know the average consumer will probably not get to watch everything or will not have let's be real that not everyone's going to have the same amount of time that we have to dedicate to everything which is kind of similar to the comics too it's like they put out a ton of different titles whatever sticks you know, is what they continue with. If it doesn't stick, they drop it. So this could be a, p- a possible yeah. place where we see them dropping stuff too. You know, yep. it's like, oh, hey, that didn't, that didn't hit, but we still establish these characters and we could eventually use them later wherever, you know? Yeah, no, so, for sure. Yeah, I'm excited to, uh, cause, excited all right, to see. Let's just, let's just look at 2021. You got WandaVision in January. You got Falcon and Winter Soldier in March. You've got Loki in May. You've and, got and Black, and Widow. Black Widow in May. Exactly. Finally. You've got, you've got Shang-Chi in, G- in July. Yep. You've got Eternals in November. Yep. It's like. And I think moment. Spider-Man in December. No, Spider-Man's December 2022, I think you said, right? Uh, let's I see. You said 2022. No, 2021. 
Holy moly. That's what it says. That's what it says. On, no way. Uh, no way. They're only giving they're only giving Eternals a month to breathe. Come on. Untitled Spider-Man sequel December 17th. No way. I don't believe it. I think it's on that's on IMDB. No way. I don't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe it. Yeah. They're not get, they're not giving Eternals enough time to breathe. Uh, when is Eternals coming out? November. November 5th. So it's like six weeks between. Yeah. And I mean, Eternals, is, that- Eternals is gonna be is gonna be an important movie establishing oh, sure. Marvel's history, like the Marvel remember, universe history. Remember, in this way, um, it's probably because Disney's not setting the date for Spider-Man, Sony is. Even though Marvel's even though Marvel is is producing it mm-hmm. with and for them basically. Sony's placing it where they want it to go in their Spider-Verse that they're trying to develop with the different Spider-Man films. Hmm. So it's a double, it's a double-edged sword because they need it to come out at a certain point because they have more stuff planned. I see. Right. Okay. That's well, that's how that's how I'm no, thinking. Okay. No, 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 no. I got you. I got you. And then we've got Multiverse of Madness, March 2022. Yeah, it's it's insanity. It's, yeah. It's and crazy. we don't know the release dates for most of these announcements for Marvel and for 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 Star Wars and Lucas and Luke, other Lucas projects. Mm-hmm. Like we don't have exact dates. I don't think we have exact years for all of them yet that I've heard. Um, no, yeah, because Rogue Squadron it's still in development. Uh, Taika Waititi's uh, Star Wars feature is, is in development, untitled <laughs> exactly. Um, Let's see what else. We don't even we don't even know when the next Indiana Jones movie is coming out. That's a Lucasfilm as well, not in Star Wars, but it's it, it doesn't have a date yet. I'm gonna suspect next year only because of Harrison Ford's age, um, and him getting up there. Not to yeah, not to knock anybody, but you know, <laughs> I mean, he's guys, just gonna he's just gonna be the grumpy old man in that movie. <laughs> not real young, so him to do another Indiana Jones film, he. We need to get that out while he's still, you know, yeah. moving around on his own. Yeah. Um, but like uh-huh. no release date for Ahsoka or Rangers or Andor or uh-huh. or only release date we have really is Mandalorian season three. Yeah. Next for Lucas. Year. For yeah. Lucas. Yeah. Christmas, yeah, basically, right? That's all we have. Yeah. Yeah. So I, now, I maybe Rangers and Ahsoka will be either concurrent with that or following that maybe or before one before one after yeah it could be you know I, I i think we're gonna see since we saw a trailer i believe we will see bad batch next year only that because like here's a trailer that indicates what? they're far enough along to show us like a good chunk uh-huh. of stuff that means like hey we because they announced it months ago yeah and it animation it looks good. Animation, as we know from from like TV coming back on, like stuff like The Simpsons and Family Guy, is in full production. Yeah, because it's done from home. Even the animation can be done from home. They bring your computer, or they send a computer to the guy's house, mm-hmm. to the people's house, to the people's houses that are doing it. They send recording equipment to the voice actors. Yeah, and they they can even have this audio tech and the video tech looped into the computer in the person's home to rec- do the recording and and capture the way they want to capture it. Yeah, right. So I expect that show to come out next year, 100%. Um, 
I can see don't that. Know, don't know when. Probably, I guess, summertime to give the Marvel stuff all time to kind of like go through because they haven't done any Marvel stuff on Disney Plus yet. And we have the, we know that the release dates for those three, right? We know mm-hmm. that One uh, Division, and we have an exact date for Falcon Winter Soldier. Do we have an actual date date or just a month for Loki? Uh, I can't remember. I know it's in May. I I, I don't remember. Uh, you know, Bad Batch could very well come out in August or September. Yeah. Because that's kind of a, there's like an open time time frame over there. You got July, Shang-Chi, and then Eternals in November. Mm-hmm. Nothing between that. Nothing in between. August, that. September. Yeah. yeah. Be a good time. And it's not compete. It's not competing property. It'll be on Disney Plus. It's not going to be in theaters. Yeah. Um, so it's a perfect, it's a perfect time. And it's one a week. You know, so even if it's running while those movies are out in theaters, that's not going to affect the movies in theaters or the Disney Plus streaming. You're going to go right. to the theater if they're open by then, and God willing, they will be. Yeah. Um, or you're going to watch it as a theater slash Disney Plus release. Hopefully, they start doing that across the board too. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And you'll be able to pick and choose where you view your content. Um, even for an additional fee, I don't care. I'll, I'll pay it <laughs> to watch mm-hmm. it when it comes out. I did it this year. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so. Yeah, I think we're going to see a lot of stuff come out, and I think we're going to see it maybe cross at the same time. Like you're going to have Disney Plus TV shows at the same time that movies are in theaters from from the same studios. Yeah. It's just going to happen. Yeah, uh, and, and it's and, not going to cut into the profit of either one. Right, and this is not even going into the stuff from Fox as well, because you've yeah. got, I mean, a bunch of other like Fox properties that Disney is continuing like it's always sunny in philadelphia uh and all the adult animation from fox as well so simpsons uh family guy american dad bob's burgers bob's burgers you've got all that continuing as well disney has basically affirmed that they're not dropping these shows at all and you will see them con- on on hulu still their money makers why drop yeah, exactly not only that they also announced alien they did new alien tv series for fx i believe and it's being developed and written and executive produced by noah holly and they're getting sir ridley scott as well now it's going to be an fx production but it's going to be effects on hulu or is it going to be on the fx channel also probably both okay yeah 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 um i actually no i don't know I would hope that it's just on Hulu so that way they can get a little bit more, you know, rated R. Well, yeah. that and rated R to a little bit more rated R since it's not on network TV. I don't know, man. FX is getting pretty HBO ish with their really? content. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, okay, there are lines they don't cross, right? Like nudity and full on sex and all that kind of stuff. But like, I'm watch. I rewatched the, like, Sons of Anarchy really pushed the envelope. Uh huh. And I feel like Mayans pushed it even further because many, many times on Mayans, they're up in F-bombs. Oh, shoot. Really? And I'm like, now I don't know if it's, I can't remember if I was watching it on TV and they said it, but I watched it on Hulu and I'm like, damn, there's a lot of like F-words in this show for being on a network channel. But they show it so late at night and they run a warning beforehand, you know, about mm-hmm. language and da 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 Yeah, because uh, I've never watched it on FX. I've watched Sons of Anarchy either on dvd blu-ray or on streaming and mm-hmm. they leave it all in there 
but I, yeah. I, I have a I have a feeling like on network TV, and you guys can correct us if we're wrong here because we don't know. We never watch it on network TV, but like I think I would feel like they I would do. just kind of <laughs> oh you do okay I do they don't they don't like but I can't they remember don't, they don't bleep it out or anything I can't remember it's been uh, so long since it was on network TV, and I honestly don't remember because I just watched it all again on 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 uh, Hulu this year recently. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. that I don't remember watching it the first time on well I, I mean I started Sons of Anarchy late so I watched the first like four seasons or three seasons on Netflix when it was on mm-hmm. Netflix and then I transferred over to TV and watched it on TV I see but I can't remember there's no like there's not really a lot of F words in Sons of Anarchy there are in Mayans oh, and I was like I, see. I was like was this in the did I miss this when it was on air on TV or am I just not remembering it? So when it comes back on this next year, I'll be interested to see it. Mm. I'll pay attention because it starts up yeah. again in, in, in a few months, I think. Yeah, I see. But yeah, so. I'm excited for for that. It's supposed to take place on Earth in the near future. So The way things are going, man, who knows? I wouldn't doubt it. Yep, yep. I would not oh, doubt man. it one How- bit. How are we doing on time? Oh, we're getting pretty yeah, far we've along been on for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Should we go into our pull list then? I think it's probably a good idea. All right. I forgot to start a timer today, so I just didn't even look at the time. Hey, it's, started. It's, it's all good, man. It's all good. I think good. we're well over an hour already. <laughs> it's all good. All right. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first on pull um, list stuff? I, I can kick it off. I got yeah. a few less titles here than you do. Um, Go for it, man. All right, mine's pretty simple at this point. Uh, the new Darth Vader, because it's Star Wars, damn it, and I'm going to read it. Um, I need to go back and pick up one through seven still. Um, <laughs> Aren't you reading Doctor Afra right now? Yeah, this for the first <laughs> volume still. I hadn't picked it up lately, but I'll be honest, I haven't picked it up in like a month. Just been so busy with work and other stuff. I just have haven't been haven't been keeping current on the stuff at all. Catch up um, on Strange Academy, man. I want to yeah, talk to you about it. I think I'm, too, I I think I'm too behind on Strange Academy. I want to talk uh, to you about it. <laughs> Iron Man number four, because I will always read Iron Man. It was the first thing that got me really into comics, like in a heavy way. I always enjoyed the shows and the films, but it was, it was probably because of where I was too at the time when I saw it. Not physically, actually, but it, with the groups of people that I was with. Um, doing the youth group work that I was doing and they were tremendously huge Marvel nerds and comic book geeks and so once I saw the movie with them and I ended up going to the comic book store with them and then I got really into the, the comic book end of it and then I started going to comic cons and then I started getting the cosplay um, so Iron Man was kind of responsible for me really diving deep into the culture I wasn't like hmm. I was always watching the shows I was also watching the movies and the TV shows and the Star Wars stuff um, but I wasn't like a super fan or a collector. Um, you know, I mean, my collections from my high school and younger days are hip hop. They're CDs, they're vinyl, mm-hmm. um, cassette tapes. I still got cassette tapes when I would stay home on a, a Thursday night or Friday night and record brand new music off the radio that you couldn't get anywhere else because we didn't have things online streaming, right? It didn't exist. We didn't have the internet. It was like dial up and it was like 45 minutes to get a picture when someone sent you a picture. Mm-hmm. And you got a phone call and the phone can all cut through the internet connection. You had to start all over again when you got back online. Oh my God. Um, yeah. I the struggles that. we had to go through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dial up, man. 
now you can get a song in like 0.1 second right like it's just insane so iron man really launched me into like the super nerdism that i'm in today and for being uh into the even like the cosplay community that i'm in now mm-hmm. so um i will always are, read new are iron you man. caught up are you I'm caught up on it? actually caught up on iron man i think i am nice. i'd have to look at my ipad to check but i believe i'm caught up on that one mm-hmm. that one and uh black widow are the two i'm actually actually current in. um and then black cat number one because i mean it's it's a spider verse ish story she's a really fun character um i enjoy the sleuth and the and the sneaky and the burglary stuff you know mm-hmm. uh uh, I don't think you'll get that in this book since it's a King in Black tie-in. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we'll see. So those are my three picks for the week. Uh, we you, should, I... you should read King in Black. Just say Yeah, it. I've been looking at that one too. Um, and Venom. So probably we'll get into that one also. Yeah, and, and Venom. You need to read yeah. Venom too. Yeah. Yeah. So with that, that's me. Where, where are you diving off into this week, dude? Oh, man. As usual, (laughs) there's a lot. (laughs) As usual, there's a lot. Um, First of all, the Reign of X uh, titles have been coming in already um, because so X-Men ended their Dawn of X arc, storyline arc, whatever you want to call it, after Ten of Swords ended. So now we're within the Reign of X. And so we're kind of seeing now where the mutants go now that they've established the mutant nation and have also faced off with certain crises already that were threatening their way of life. Um, And, you know, they essentially saved the world, saved the universe from a multiversal threat over in other world. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, So I think that's kind of, setting the stage for where the next titles will move forward. And we're kind of also picking up storylines again that were kind of put on hold when 10 of swords ended. So one of those titles is X force number 15 with Benjamin uh, written by Benjamin Percy. And so uh, we're back to uh, uh, what's it called interrogating Omega red uh, mm-hmm. and the X force uh, group uh, led by Wolverine and and Beast and a few other people are sort of like deciding on whether they need to step over certain lines to get information that they need uh, because there's a threat in Russia that's sort of attacking mutants and Kid Omega is missing who mm-hmm. it looks like was a, was kidnapped by this group of Russian uh, humans that are trying to hurt Krakoa in some way. I don't know. We'll see where it goes, and I'm kind of excited for it. Uh, There's also Tales from the Dark Multiverse, uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths number one, which is a one-shot, which takes the original Crisis on Infinite Earths story from 1987 and kind of flips it on its head and tells it from a perspective of the Dark Multiverse and how it just went to crap, basically, and why... how How that happened is sort of going to be explored. Uh, I'm also excited for Decorum number six, written by Jonathan Hickman. Uh, Assassin School, Cosmic Gods, high concept science fiction. This is all in a day's work for Jonathan Hickman, essentially. Although I'm still unsure of what the greater overall plot is, I'm still enjoying this high concept 
science fiction story. So uh, number six basically continues that story some more. Uh, and then Dark Knight's Death Metal number six, written by Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. And we're finally nearing the end of this epic saga written by Scott Snyder, including all the tie-ins. I've read everything. This story has been a lot of, of ups and downs and a lot of crazy stuff tying everything in across DC's entire publication history. Essentially, Scott Snyder has said before coming into this story that everything matters. And mm. so it looks like they're, they're, they're living up to that promise that everything does matter. So I'm really looking forward to the conclusion of this story to see how they tie everything up. I mean, even in the original Dark Knight's Metal, the, Scott Snyder pulled in a story from Bruce's first uh, case, mm. essentially from Detective Comics. Uh, and it was awesome that they brought that in because after the new 52, uh, a lot of people were kind of like left wondering why DC decided to basically throw out all of DC's history mm -hmm. to basically reboot the entire publication line. And so it was really cool seeing For money. Scott Snyder do that. Yeah, I mean, it's money, but it's also to try to make it easier for their writers moving forward to write stories that they want to tell. I get that. I'm just um, cynical. I say money. Yeah. I mean, it's always money. They're a company, right? They're a big corporation. This is true. Yeah. So they have to make money. Otherwise, no money. They can't write stories. <laughs> so, yeah. This is true. Yep. Yep. So I think, I think we're done for this massive episode 22. Well, there was so much stuff to talk about. Like when, yeah. when you just dive into the Disney Investors Day. It's like you could do a couple hours on that. If we went into depth about everything that just just Marvel and, and Lucas films, we'd if we talk about everything they release, we'd be here for hours. Yeah. And hours and hours and hours. And that yeah. would be fine by me. Yeah, but yeah, it yeah. Is, but it is a work night. Uh, uh, yeah. To, <laughs> which is yeah, like a definitely. school night. Which is like a school night for us. Uh -huh. So but it, on that, it, it, it's huh? really interesting, right? Though that how different DC's and Disney's strategies are for their content. You know, DC is like, well, let's write a bunch of different stories, multiverse. Even if they don't make sense together, multiverse. Disney's like, yeah, we're writing all these stories. There's a multiverse, but these all tie in together. So a little more refined with the weaving on the I, Marvel I, end. I agree. Yep. I, yeah. <laughs> I would agree with that. Yep. <laughs> it's more It's more of, I think, what, what you see causes that is that there's like, the creative director is telling the guys like, okay, this is the overall umbrella we have right now. So you can tell your stories, but make sure they tie into this giant arc we're doing. Yeah. Um, and Kevin Feige is like, these are the plot points that you need to hit. Right. These are the characters that you'll probably want to have in here. I mean, who was the original director for the multiverse of madness? I forget his name, but he basically left because of creative differences. Oh, was it Peyton Reed? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. He left because of creative differences. And it's just like, well, if you can't stick within the sandbox, then I'm sorry. And that is restrictive to a to a creative individual, right? Sure. I understand the want to tell your own story and do your own thing. But when you look at them as even as just its own trilogy, right? There's an arc in that trilogy. And that arc in that trilogy fits under a larger arc of the entire cinematic universe. Mm -hmm. So you're dealing with two umbrellas, really. Yeah. 
And so for some creatives, that can be frustrating, right? Well, then don't work with Marvel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go to DC. They'll let you go do to it. DC where they'll uh, let you write whatever the heck you want. And they'll say multiverse. It's okay. And that may even be the freedom of a thing like Mandalorian is it's under the Star Wars umbrella. But it's really its own thing. It doesn't need to tie into the next Star Wars film. No, it doesn't. And like, right? I, and I and feel like more there's enough. Yeah, yeah. And there's enough material there that wasn't explored that they can totally fill in. Oh, completely. Yeah. Completely. And, and, I, and I think that's the same with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. There's enough yeah. There's enough gaps there that it's like, oh, I can do this. I can Nooks talk about this. Nooks and crannies. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's not all just Batman and Superman and Batman's origin story every single movie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So on that note, we thank you guys for listening. <laughs> Subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We're on a whole bunch of platforms. I think we're up to nine or ten. Um, it keeps growing. We keep getting notifications of different platforms, uh, which is kind of fun. Um, follow us on our Instagram, our Facebook, our Twitter. Um, and uh, please like review, our posts. review, like, like, our posts. like our posts, share our posts, you know, uh, throw us into the story, you know, whatever you do. Comment uh, on our posts. Comment, review us, rate us on on our podcast and all that kind of stuff. And until next week, uh, stay nerdy.